Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, what's going on? You knew the day eventually had to come once again. It is I, the I, El Zom. Well, I guess I'm Zom. What? I guess I'd be El Zombador and this is my show. I, El Zombador. So it, it had to come eventually, right? So I decided to come back and see you guys. Had a hell of a summer. Hope you guys did too. Hold on, need to sip a beer already. Had a great summer. So let's get started with all this good stuff, shall we? So uh, my kids. They're uh, 10 and 14. Been spending all summer with them. It's kind of cool. This might be the last time we actually spend as much time together as we did because, you know, next year the older one will be 15 and she can actually get a job. So she really wants to get one already, believe it or not. So this might be the last time the three of us get to spend as much time as we did this summer. Did all kind of really cool things, actually. I went to the beach a few times, went to a couple of amusement parks, did some concerts. Uh, The three of us started the geocache. I don't know if you guys are into that at all. That's really cool. That's that little, that's that thing when people hide little waterproof containers and they put the coordinates on the internet's machines and you have to go find it. So that's really cool. We really enjoy that. So we found quite a few of them. I think we're up to like 35 or 40 of them that we found so far. It's neat. Some of them are magnetized. Some are buried. It's just really cool. We're hanging from trees, which is cool. Uh, what else did we do? We went to go see a couple movies, saw something really cool, got space balls on the big screen. So it was kind of funny when you think about it. I spent 20 bucks to go see a movie I own, which was bizarre when you think about it. Um, what else do we do? Uh, Hers Potato Chip Factory. That's a neat thing to do. Never been to a potato chip factory. They give you warm potato chips right off the line, which is one of the most tasty things you'll ever find. Uh, we had, of course, we went to Three Palms Petting Zoo a few times. My girls really love that, as you go by the interview previously. Um, had a good time going to see uh, once again. It's always a fun time there to see what's going on now. And TikTok getting huge. It's really cool. So something else uh, we do. I don't know if you guys do this at all either. Is uh, we like crabs in the summertime. So we live on the East Coast, uh, the Northeast, as it were. We live right on the Chesapeake Bay. <clears throat> it's actually like five minutes down there from me. So we have lovely blue balls. So we have a way of doing it. My family does. What we do is we kill them first. We cut them in half, clean them, season them, and then eat them. So it takes about an hour, hour and a half in the beginning of it, everything. But once you uh, season everything, you figure it's all meat. So anything that's soft at that point in time, you could sit down and eat, which is a blast. So of course, that's one of the big things. Uh, it's been quite some time to talk to you guys. So there's a lot of shit to talk to. I've been keeping note of this and stuff's been bouncing around in my head often. So I'm going to do a segment in a little bit called the lightning round. I got like, I don't know, 10 or 15 different points I'm going to get out and just quickly tell you what they are. But I guess also the thing is, too, is I'm talking very quickly. I'm not talking without somebody else sitting in next to me. So one of these days I'll actually get used to it. want to make sure that I, I said something this time. The last cast I put out, I totally missed it. I'm uh, very fortunate to uh, have a hell of a mentor in Mr. Thorne, the leader, the God, the Almighty, the, uh, well, that guy. <laughs> he is the leader. He is my um, go-to guy. He gives time every time he should and always checking up on me and saying, hey, you actually ever going to do something? So love him to death. And he's the leader of the uh, zombie radio network, as it's called right now. So we are going to have all kind of really cool things coming up. Uh, he's the leader of the zombie dance party incognito. Uh, don't forget about the zombie live podcast. You know, everybody wants to kill them all. Zombies Anonymous, your 12 step program to zombie cure. Man Cave Musings, new beer podcast that I'm very interested in. I really need to listen to him. I haven't had a chance to as of yet. The XD Experience, my old host and his wife. His wife, I'm sorry. his old, My old host and his sister. So they're doing good things over there. And we have a whole bunch of new things going on, too. We've got new podcasts, as you could tell. We've got authors, filmmakers, bloggers, and YouTubers are coming to our network. So it is going to be really, really cool. So go check us out. There you go. So wanted to make sure I got that in there for a change. Thorn, sorry I missed it last time, dude, but I got it this time. So 
I feel a whole lot better now. Let me drink some more because that's what I like to do. Mm. I'm drinking um, a Fathead's Headhunter. Buddy of mine keeps going to Cleveland, and I finally uh, remembered to hit him up and gave him to bring me back some beer from Cleveland. Some good stuff. This uh, Fathead stuff is hard for us to find around here, but it's really fucking tasty. Uh, so what else good really happened to me? I got this shit written down here, so I want to make sure I covered everything. So if you know me from the last cast, you know that um, I grow hops. I have a, a Cascade hops plant that I've grown in my backyard. I got a lot of uh, stuff off it this year. So what I did is I tried something different to dry it. What I've done before is I've just taken it and put it out and just let it air dry. What happens is it seems to get like a pine cone. It opens up and all the essence and the good stuff, the, the nectar, if you will, not nectar, the pollen comes out of it and just seems to end up at the bottom of whatever container I have. So it's just all this yellow mess that is all the good stuff that comes out of a hot plant. So I saw on the internet that what you can do is take a box fan. I found a 20-inch box fan and found 20-inch filter medium that you'd put into, you know, a 20 by 20 filter. I got four of them. So what I did is I put one down as a base, like right before the fan, put my hops in between it, put another one on top of it and bungee strapped it to it. Turned the fan on. I put it on medium, let it go for three days. And what happened was, is it dried the hops out perfectly the way it was supposed to, but it also kept all the good stuff inside of it. It doesn't smell as good as it does when you end up being like that pine cone and all spread out, but all the essence is in it. So I can't wait. I'm going to go to the, um, my local brew shop. And I'm going to ask them for a clone of Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale, because that is one of the beers that actually showcases Cascade Hop. So I'm really looking forward to trying that. I haven't made a batch of beer for a while, so I think that'll be really good to try. Uh, what else? What else is going on here? Um, oh, wanted to bring up the fact that I um, did do some, you know, another really cool thing this summer. I made it to go see the Evil Dead musical. Anybody who knows me knows that I am a huge Evil Dead fan, and the, and the play did not disappoint. Uh, it took pieces from all three of the movies without directly ripping any of them off. There was a lot of really cool inside jokes. One, a girl was standing on the side of the stage at one point in time, and she was reading uh, the uh, Bruce Campbell book, If Chains Could Kill, which was really cool. The music, that um, the song everybody uh, keeps on going to. I keep saying, oh, a lot, I'm realizing. I'll have to work on that. The song everybody keeps going to is What the Fuck Was That? It's a neat song. Uh, it goes on, and it's talking about a uh, Kandarian demon. And it's like, what the fuck was that? But the cool thing about that is there's a point in it when the Ash stops and he says, I got a little bit of Shelly on my shoe. <laughs> I thought that was cool. But there's all kind of cool stuff in it. There's uh, inside jokes, like I said. There's blood. They sprayed the audience with blood from super soakers and stuff. There's a chainsaw. There's decapitations. There's Kandarian demons. Uh, there's references to all three movies, and there's a little part in it that they uh, do the Necronomicon and everybody's dancing. They didn't take a whole lot of time and figure out how to put on masks. People were turning into demons and turning back out of demons. They just put a mask over top of their head, over top of their face, a little um, snap on one, kind of like when you were a kid, which was cool. You could still see them, and their mouth was exposed so they could keep talking. It was a neat way to do it, so that way they could turn it on, you know, take them on and off real quick if they had to. You know, I'm going to swallow your soul is they change it and people have to look normal and then they look like demons again. So it was really cool. And the coolest thing was it was in a bottom, it was underneath a church too, which was cool. There was another part in it. I'll have to play it right around this time. I'll have to find my phone. I recorded the whole section when Ash holds up his shotgun and goes through the whole description of it. You know, dollar twenty, you know, one hundred twenty-nine bucks at uh, S Mart. Stop, shop smart, shop S Mart. <laughs> so it was really cool. I think I'm the only one who really did it, but it was cool. I had to speak along with it. If you know the lines, you got to say them, right? That's how I always looked at it. So I am tearing through this information. Uh, I asked Mad Mock how he does this stuff. He sits down and he does this by himself. And I said, what do you do, dude? How do you make this work? He said, I put a sign on my computer that says talk longer. Now, I guess I haven't talked to you guys in so long. 
I'm trying to get out a whole bunch of information like real quick. Uh, maybe next time I will take a little bit more time and do it the way I'm supposed to. But, you know, more beer. So let's say I covered <clears throat> Evil Dead. What I did, some of the stuff I did this summer. Uh, the hot plants. Um, all right. So maybe I should get into my lightning round that I was talking about. Since I'm talking so goddamn fast, I might as well finish up with that, right? So throughout the summer, I was always, always, always thinking, okay, I could use this for the podcast. I could use that for the podcast. Scotty Balls and I sat down quite a few times, and we recorded a few things, and some of it's a drunken mess, and other things got a TV all behind it and stuff, so you really, I really can't take the TV out of it so that you can actually hear what we're doing and stuff, and I know you guys don't want to hear that, but it is drunken fun, so maybe I'll put it out at some point in time. There's some other things Scotty and I have done. Balls is my man, um, helped me out a lot through all this stuff and all that crap, and he kept you know, asking me, when the hell are you going to do this, and you got to do it your damn self because I ain't going to fucking do it. So that's nice, of course, you know, balls is there for me. So lightning round, I was talking about these topics. So that way I can cover them real quick and I will keep talking as quickly as I am right now and just nug it all out. So I talked earlier, like the other two podcasts I did, Wayward Pines. It finally all came together. Um, I thought it was neat. It was a neat show. I'm happy I watched it all the way through. The only thing I don't like is the fact that there's two more books and they're already talking about making more of them. So I enjoyed the fact it was just a quick series. 10 episodes, in and out. But, of course, they're going to make more. So, why would they do that stuff? Gay marriage. Hey, I'm glad that um, everyone can finally get married the way they want to. If they want to, and you know, it's wonderful for them. I think it's great. How about the religious... Reli Ugh, let me try that again. How about the religious bitch that wouldn't give a license to the gay couples because uh, she's a born-again Christian? So, because you're born again, you've been divorced four times previous to that, but since you've been born again for the last three years, your religion is the only one that makes a difference, and you're the only person that can make these decisions for people? Yeah, that sounds hypocritical, and you need to really fucking get over yourself. Um, how about Caitlyn Jenner? I didn't say anything about that. I think it's good that he, she, whatever it may be, that came out and is now transgender. I think that's awesome. Okay. Great. Good for you. Your 15 minutes is over. Let's move on. Sharknado 3. I hope all you guys got to see that. Sharks in space. How can you go wrong? American Horror Story. Went back and revisited that. I went to go see. I went to go see. I watched the second and third seasons uh, because I didn't actually see them. I saw the first one and the fourth one all the way through. The second and third one I didn't get a chance to see. But I watched them you know, on Netflix, which is a wonderful thing. Second season's awesome. Third season. The Coven, not so much. A big letdown. Uh, oh, how about the um, the Bosomat Satan statue in Detroit? It's about time somebody else got another statue instead of a, a Christ figure around all the time. That's pretty cool. The Confederate flag. How, how does it happen that a person goes to church, sits there for an hour, gets up, kills nine people, and all of a sudden the Confederate flag is banned? I don't understand. Was that the catalyst to make this happen? I don't understand how the killing had anything to do with that. He also had on a gold gym shirt. Does that mean we should ban all gold gym shirts? So anyway, uh, how about the, um, some, the last thing I got on my lightning round here is the Chinese port chemical explosion. That was just absolutely devastating. It was really interesting that they had so many films of it and stuff if you haven't seen it, it happened about a month ago and it was just devastating once there was some kind of sodium product i honestly can't remember what it was that touched water because it was at the port and made this a secondary huge explosion that rocks the video feed that you can see from around the, the whole sky lights up with stuff and then you can feel the impact and windows were busted out there's a really cool video too, if you can find it, of a drone that's going over it afterwards and watch all the um, all the uh, container trucks, containers like from the port that are just blown to pieces and stuff and melted and cars and everything's mangled up. I mean, uh, it's surprising that more than 80 people didn't die from that. So, all right, so there you go. I wanted to uh, bring that stuff up and that's my lightning round. So uh, what else do I have here? Uh, I wanted to talk about what else I want to talk about. So that was that. That was that. Summertime. 
So today I've got something really cool. There is something else I did really cool this summertime. If you want, if you were on my page, you know, IL Zombador, you got to see a few things. I went to um, Jim Strammel's movie set, Reviled, part two, and Maddie and I, my daughter, got a chance to be in it, which is awesome. So when it comes out, we'll actually be there. There is probably about, I've got about a half hour's worth of talking that Maddie and I did afterwards. We drove four hours to go see it and be part of the set. And we got to sit down and talk to a whole bunch of people and everything. But on the way back, Maddie and I were talking as we were driving home. So I've got a really cool interview between Maddie and I talking about how cool it was and everything. So that will be happening here real soon. So actually, huh, why don't I make that happen now? And I got a couple things to talk about on the other side. So um, be prepared to hear Maddie and I talk about the Reviled set. And on the other side, I've got a couple other things to do for you. All right. Talk to you. Haha. <laughs> Enjoy. So here we go. This would be the um, El Zambador. We are uh, in traffic, unfortunately, on 95, heading back from what was the second day of the reviled, reviled uh, two. two film set. We were on set for 10 hours yesterday. We were on set from about 9 o'clock to 6 o'clock today. So that's another nine hours we were there today. It's like 19 hours. To see uh, Making Magic. Oh, it's magic. So, what you think? Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. That was really cool. You're going to go with this, or are you just going to... Um, should I? Um, well, I want you to work it out there a little bit. Tell me what happened. <laughs> okay. Um, I got to watch some really cool special effects getting done. Um, Scott, somebody. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, I got to watch Scott do special effects today, and he was amazing. He was an awesome guy, too. He was willing to answer all my weird questions. And I got to watch Monica and... Dave. Dave will work. Monica and Dave yesterday. Um, and I got to help with their makeup. So, yes, actually there was a zombie prostitute that's in the movie that you actually did her left leg. So, my makeup, me, the 14-year-old, my makeup is in a movie. Is going to be in Revile too. Absolutely, the makeup that you did. So just in case that's not in like the film creds or anything, I did do that, <laughs> and I have witnesses. That's cool. I got you. Uh, I got you on tape doing it. There you go. See witnesses. So that was kind of cool. Um, Scott is a cool guy. He is actually a member of Guar's Slave Pit. He uh, comes from San Francisco every summer <clears throat> to help the Guar guys out and to go on tour with them. So that's kind of cool that he took time out to help Jim out. Um, Jim and Renee were very hospitable to us. Can't thank them enough for everything they did for us. Let us have carte blanche, if you will, on the movie set. Got to meet all kind of cool people. Um, there's going to be all kind of interviews from everybody. I got, you know, sound bites. You know, everybody, as soon as you put the microphone in front of them, everybody clams up. Where's my Mooney? But there's a, a whole bunch of uh, sound bites from pretty much everybody that was on set, which is cool. I'm going to have to edit that all up and see what I can do with that. We got to go out to dinner with Jim and Renee. Which and was fantastic. It was awesome talking to them. You know, as usual, you always wish that you had the uh, microphone turned on a little bit earlier to get the earlier conversation that we were talking about and stuff. But um, I had a blast. It was neat. It was neat seeing how a movie making magic happens. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd love to do it again. It uh, doesn't go as quickly as you think it would be. We were supposed to be out of there by 2.30 yesterday. We didn't get out until 6.30. <laughs> it's because the one shot kept... It just took a little while, so some of the stuff like ended up going longer. Um, they were actually still filming when we left, but we have like a four-hour drive to get us home. So we decided to uh, leave a little bit early, but we were extras in a scene yesterday. We were also... Oh, it was yesterday. There's a scene that we'll definitely be in, and there was a crowd scene that we were both in today. And then I was in a bunch of other crowd scenes. I was busy talking to other people, so. But, but we we were in a 
like a really important scene a as extras. Pivotal, that's the word I'm looking for. So they can't take us out of that unless yes. they're gonna like do some kind of really stupid thing and like cut us out. Yeah, so you know, we're guaranteed to be in the movie, which is awesome. So I thought that was really cool. And Jim took time to talk to us and everything, and everybody on set was really nice. The uh, the Richmond movie community was all out in arms helping out. Apparently Jim is a really well-known and liked guy within the community, Absolutely. which is cool. So that's why everybody was back. And I wish I could remember some of the cool guys I met. There was, I remember Lee, I remember JR, um, Frank, JR? Uh, Mark. So there's some really cool people that we met. Oh. And everybody was very warm and welcoming to us and answered any questions we had and helped us oh, out yeah. any way they could. So. Absolutely. Um, it was cool getting to go there and uh, getting to like go there and meet everybody. And at the beginning, we're both kind of like, uh, and then by like the end of today, we're like chilling. Well, yesterday, like it was nice yesterday. It was a whole lot more closed set. They didn't have the big zombie pit going on where they needed all the extras. Yeah. So we got to meet all the main characters and everything, which was cool. Gave us a time, you know, chance to get to know them and everything, which was nice. And today... There is an slowdown on I-95 north of two miles. You are still on the fastest route. Well, as you can tell, still stuck in traffic. Isn't that great? So let's slow down a little bit more, shall we? There's a shitload of cars there, and I wish they'd all get the hell out of my way. Let's go by the big truck again. It makes all the noise, too. How about that? So just to give it, you know, road ambience, like we're actually driving down the road. I could so, room for ourselves. So we got a room that was probably like, it was actually 45 minutes away from the set. I didn't know where the set was going to be. So every morning we got up, drove by Philip Morris, then drove back by Philip Morris. Stayed there Friday night, went to Guar Bar. Let down. Yeah, I was expecting more guarish stuff. Not very much guar. There wasn't very much guar at all there. There was um. The, the floor was cool though. The floor was kind of cool. It was white. It had like blood splatters on it, like a body had been drug across it, which was definitely cool. Um, being a guar fan, I was expecting more. Odorous Urungus's sword was there. A couple lights that were shaped like him. Um, the eyeball, eyeball bat. There was eyeballs with bat wings as their lighting. That was cool. The bar was kind of interesting because if you know the, the story of Guar, supposedly they were frozen in the Arctic ice from years ago. They're space aliens. So when they thawed out, when P Sleazy P. Martini found them and thawed them out, you know, their home is in Antarctica. So the, the bar has like ice crystals around it, which was kind of cool. So you had to get that reference to understand that. But overall, there wasn't really a lot of memorabilia. There was a bunch of handbills and stuff, but... Try to get a brother a t-shirt and no t-shirts and they're like, sizes. They're like, he goes, I, I need a lar I need an extra large and a 2X. And she comes back, she's like, we don't have either of those. Do you still want a shirt? So that just no. made no sense at all because No, I don't. Yeah, brother What am I gonna do? Cut the logo out and stick it to a shirt? Your brother can't do that. Brother can try. So but the food was banging. They had some it really good, good uh, tater tots, had a banging burger. <clears throat> it was a good barbecue. Oh yeah, and Maddie got a pulled pork sandwich, which was awesome. That was good. It, it was, was a really good. meat sandwich. Another nice guar reference. Um, I had the, I had some the bacon a go go or something. Bacon sandwich. We're gonna call it a bacon sandwich. And they had deep fried bacon on it, along with the regular bacon, which was kind of interesting. They batter dipped and deep fried bacon. Bacon is good, but they had a lot of vegan stuff there. Yes, it's it uh, very vegan. I had some guar blood while I was there. They have a beer that was made called Guar Blood. Very lager-esque. I untapped it, so check it out there. Um, I'm E of the A on untapped. No, EOTA. I'm not going to give that one up because of the fact that I did a lot of work on that. I'm not starting from scratch from that one, so I'll have to keep the Evo name on that one. Oh, well. Um, and the movie set was set up. They had, like, a base camp, and then wherever they were shooting and stuff, and there was two cameras going. They had a real sound guy there. They had, like, the little chipmunk on the boom. Oh, yeah. It looked like a squirrel. Uh, his name was uh, Will. Will. Will, the sound guy. Will was a really nice and guy. And the, the guy controlling the sound panel kept yelling at us, because apparently this was a really good sound thing, so they could hear us from, like, a hundred yards away. Yeah, they kept... They're like... Be quiet! Quiet on the set! I was standing next to the guy at one point, and he's like, I can hear him talking in the face. And then he goes, shut up! I uh, got yelled at quite often because I was always around a corner someplace recording somebody talking to them. Or just plain old talking to people. 
you sounded kind of rapey when you kept asking them. You're like, hey, come behind the van with me. I'm like, all right, that's really creepy. Yeah, what was the white van? It wasn't the red van, at least. The red van was great. Everybody kind of, I kept on saying, well, they had a generator running, too, that was blocked by some stuff, but they were in a silver Astro Glide trailer. Trailer. And... So that's where a lot of the action was happening. There's a character called Little Monkey that's in there. And they were doing some, um, that's, where the, uh, that's where the prostitute was, the uh, zombie prostitute was too. But there was a generator that was actually behind that. So I kept taking people a little bit farther away so the generator noise wouldn't come through. I'm sure, it's still going to come through when you hear the interviews. But yeah, it did. Everybody kind of looked at, why do you want me to go behind the van? Why do you want to talk to me? So it kept on coming up quite often that people were skittish to go behind a van with me. Uh, I didn't look that bad. See, people weren't as skittish with me. I did something kind of like this too, right? I have a little spaceman. His name is Stu. Like, oh. Yeah, it's all good. Stu, like from the uh, the McDonald's commercial. Spaceman Space Man, Stu. Stu. Like the gaze of the stars. Okay. Keep going. No, I'm not singing anymore. Um... But I had my little spaceman, he's in my pocket. And I kept taking him out and I took pictures with all the cast and crew on the first day. What'd you do, like 27 pictures or something? Like you got 27 different pic people? 37 pictures, but there's a few doubles. So you got at least 30 different people to hold stew for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Some people held him normal, some people bit him, some people slimed him with blood? Uh, that was an accident, because that was a zombie. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. I got to, but I'm like, hey, can you do me a favor? Some people are like, eh. And then, you know... And then you're like, here, hold this. And you're, oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. And then the one little girl's like, all right, here. I'm like, but I wanted to take a picture. And she's like, oh, okay. But that was cool. So there's a lot of cool pictures I got to take with it. The butterfly one. The notorious butterfly one. It was cool, Matt. He was taking a picture of three different people that were holding the Stu. butterfly. Um, the original girl who was the zombie prostitute, her husband who did her makeup, and the sound guy, Will. Will. All together, all three of them, so it was a neat three shot to get them. And they were holding Stu up, and a butterfly landed on Stu. And then I got closer to him. Like, this butterfly stayed on Stu. Like, he handed it back to me, and I'm like, oh, there's a butterfly. Maddie, we all had a chance to go, oh, shit, look at that. There's a butterfly on that. And they all close. There's another picture that's even better. They're all close up. Look at it. Going, Ooh, butterfly. And it looks, I swear Will was going to eat And it. Will was able to hand it back to Maddie with the butterfly still on it so, until he flew away. It was really cool. That was kind of cool. It was really cool. We'll have to post those pictures on the El Zambador page. Absolutely. So that was cool that you did that with everybody. You went around today and yesterday. Well, you got Jim's signature yesterday. Uh, and you got um I got, a lot of people from the set signatures today. I got Jim, Renee, and Scott last night. And then I got some of the cast and crew and stuff today. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. That's a neat thing to have. Yeah. Um, Jim has some uh, neat superstitions when he's out there. Whenever he films, uh, he's got his script. And whenever he films a scene, when he's done with it, he basically takes those pages, balls them up, and throws them. You know, it's in his truck, in the red van, it's someplace. But today he actually threw him at us. You know, I brought it up. The red van. And I said something to him about it last night, and he bought him up and he threw him at us. So I got a page from the uh and I got one too. From the script that was it's all bloody. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because uh it can't not be. Um, and when Jim and Renee have their hats on, Jim puts his baseball hat on backwards, and Renee has this, like, explorer hat she puts on, this floppy hat. And when those hats are on, they're all business. It's really Yeah, cool. right. So. I, I, we first saw Renee this morning. It's all casual. She doesn't have her hat on or anything. I'm like, oh, hey. Then I see her a few minutes later with the hat on. I'm like, Dad, the hat's on. Back away. Back away. We said that to her. She's like, I'm not like that today. And she took it off, and then she had it back on. And, <laughs> but that's just the way it's, you got to get in mood. And it was sunny and hot again today. It was oh, it beautiful. Was it was a beautiful, nice, bright, sunny day for him, but the problem was it was about 93 degrees and humid, but at least there was a little bit of breeze. Oh, my God. Poor Lee in his suit. Yes. Yeah, Lee was kind of hardcore. He had a long sleeve, white shirt on, linen pants, and then a linen jacket over top of it, so. Oh, and I was talking to him about it. I'm like, who the heck is in charge of costumes? He's like, we are. <laughs> so he picked his own stuff. He picked his own costume. I'm like, well, that's stupid on your part then. Yeah, I got a chance to talk to Lee quite a few times. I got a soundbite from him. He's also somebody I want to interview. Just a neat guy to talk to and stuff. So. I think there's blood in my ear now. I, uh, yeah, Maddie uh, decided to play with the fake blood today. Didn't help anybody today, but she decided to play with the fake blood and stick her fingers in it and everything. Now she's stained. Yeah, I have it, like, under my fingernails. Both my hands are stained red. I, I just tried to, like, wash my hands. It kind of came off a little, but it's That everywhere. made for an interesting stop at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have, like, oh. 
Can you imagine Monica driving home yesterday? Oh yeah, Monica was the uh, the prostitute zombie. And she had stuff like all over her face and her chest. You know, we kind of took some off, but we couldn't like like hose her down or anything. Yeah, when you're on a, this movie set in particular was in a junkyard, so there wasn't really any running water to be able to take care of that. They had a porta potty, which was nice. Oh, that was great. Until it got to 93 degrees, and it was kind of funky. Then, then you're sitting in there sweating even more, and you walk outside, and it's like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't in there long enough to have that Well, you know, even me. being in there for a few, like, you know. Yeah. Like, you, it's like, oh, my God, it's hotter in here, and it stinks. Yes, and it stinks. Like, yearn. <laughs> yearn. And duty. <laughs> yearn and duty. <laughs> Cops came today, like, made us all move our cars. Oh, my God. Because that one... There was this one guy. One guy? In the red truck that comes by. And, you know, we had a few other people come by, like, talking to us, asking what's going on. This one guy starts yelling at us. Really? I didn't see that happen. Oh, my God. He was ticked. He's like, you guys got to move your cars. You can't keep them there. It's such an inconvenience to have them there. Like, it's it's a it's a county road. It's not, uh, it's not private. And, um... And we're like, all right, fine, we'll move the cars. So we moved some of them, and then, uh... Then the what? popo showed up no, and said, yeah, gotta get one of the women, one of the ladies that was there was like, yeah, because his giant truck that took up the rest of the space is an inconvenience to the three people behind him. Like, really? But yeah, the police showed up and well, said, you gotta move your cars. He was really nice. He talked, Renee walked over and talked to him, and he must have just said, please, you know, I understand what you guys are doing, that's fine, but you gotta get your car off the road, you know, you gotta get your vehicles off the road, which everybody did. We just didn't understand to begin with, but, you know, we all shifted around and moved our vehicles a little. I think we yeah, all shifted was, them to one side. Yeah, it was uh, it was worse than yesterday. Cause there oh, was well, there's a lot of extras. Oh, yeah. There was lots of extras. It was, I thought it was great that all these people showed up to help us. So, let's see. We probably went from 20 people on Saturday to about 50 today. At the least, yeah. And uh, might I add, all the extras were very nice. Absolutely. They were, uh, I don't think I met a single person there that I didn't like. Yeah, everybody was incredibly friendly. Everybody it knew people from out of town, and everybody was like, hey, where, where are y'all from? Where are y'alls from? So it was cool to be able to talk to different people and to find out how they knew everybody. And um, My favorite thing was uh, all the, the original cast and everything. Not I didn't talk to too many of the extras, but all the cast and everybody had has, like, prior experience in, like, uh, film and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool hearing their stories. Like, yeah. Scott, for example, works with Guar. Oh. Um, and then Scotty... There is a five-minute slowdown on I-95 North and 127 miles. You are still on the fastest route. JR is... He was apparently in film before. He did little stuff, and he also did um, uh, stage work. And he retired until he met Jim, and then he came out of retirement to be able to work with him. He realized how, you know, um, how... Uh, passionate Jim was about what he did and everything. Um, uh, I was talking to uh, Scotty and Mike yesterday, uh, and they had been in another, uh, like, one of these uh, independent films, mm -hmm. and they ended up at the Grammys, because this what film... Grammys is music. Uh, Oscars. Wrong one. The Oscars, that's the one. The Oscars, because this film was way more popular than I thought it would be. They're like, oh, I was sitting next to Meryl Streep. <laughs> like, yeah. So that right. kind of helps a little bit when you don't know the name of the movie. I don't think they even... I didn't understand half the conversation. Because, oh, okay. you know, they've both had, like, 18 beers by this point, too. Beers? Beers. Uh -huh. And, you know, by the end of well, the you day... you sound like it's a bad thing. Scotty couldn't get out of his chair at the end of the day. Well, you just wait for another seven years and you'll be sitting there drinking with him, so. <laughs> But Scotty's like... That stand-up, he's like, <laughs> that was great. So the funny part is, is, you know, taking my 14-year-old to a movie movie set, and every so often somebody would stop and say, oh, she's here. It's like, dude, you haven't said anything bad up to this point? Come on, get over it. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, Sharon, little Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She got into character. Yeah, she was a piece of work, that's for sure. She uh, came by after she had filmed a scene or two. And she was all spitting and cussing. And I looked at her and said, I'm 14. Can you calm down a little bit? And then she came by, smacked me on the head and went, no. <laughs> I said, ow. Yeah, she's got a neat character. Little Mikey was a, is a, a hard ass. Oh, yeah. The pit boss. Yeah. If you will. She was really nice, too, though. Mm -hmm. And her acting.
acting was amazing. She said she's only been doing it for like 15 minutes, 24 hours. <laughs> I'm like, well, God, you're awesome for just doing it for 24 hours then. Yeah, she needs to get over that. Uh, camera the yeah, issue. Getting over the camera issue and worrying about what people think and stuff and everything. She had a pretty major part from what we saw out of those two days that we were there with the trailer. Yeah. That, um, you know, a pretty major part for being scared. Once she settled into it, she was just amazing. Mm -hmm. She did really good when she was outside. She had a little, struggled yeah. a little bit in the trailer. It's almost like she was sing-songing her lines to herself, and that's how it came out. Yeah. She couldn't break that. One of the uh, scenes that they were doing outside in the uh, pit, she had to walk by, and then the camera couldn't see her face. And you'd see as soon as she, as soon as her face was out of the camera, she went, <laughs> and I was like, oh God, come on, you did fine, man. And I even had to go and say that to her at the end of the day. I'm like, you did amazing. Absolutely. Like, she was a fantastic actress, whether she believes what I'm saying or not. Mm-hmm. So we did talk to Jim last night, and he said it should be edited. He's open to having it out in October. That's which a lot of editing cool. to do. Yeah. It's only a few well, months, though. Yeah, and um, we did talk a little bit about it last night with the interview about the fact that he doesn't look at the dailies. He doesn't look at what he filmed that day until you know later when he starts editing it so that way it's like it's done nothing i can do about it and let me see what i can do with what i got can we talk about the tree guys oh yeah sure uh so they were filming this one scene yesterday on the first day that we were there and this is why we ended up being there for 10 hours instead of like six they couldn't get this scene because you know the weird neighbors that kept screaming Mah! Or the grass cutting, you know, shit happens. Grass Airplanes, cutting and crap cars, like that. motorcycles. And then the camera was weird, and they wanted to get like 80 shots of this scene. Um, but it was the notorious red van, mm -hmm. and then the white van next to it. Um, they had one of the camera guys and beer can zombie from the first episode. Standing on top of the white van. Well, it was on actually on top of a delivery truck from the junkyard. Isn't that the white it van? The white, it was a delivery oh, truck from the junkyard. It wasn't the and white van. And they were up on top of it holding. Holding tree branches, making shadows on the red van. shadows on top of the players, so it wasn't. And they like, were up there for like a good two and a half hours. <laughs> Taking a break, they'd sit down and they'd get up and lift the branches up again, put them up there. But I, I talked to the guy. The guy was the grip. Mm -hmm. And, uh. I forgot to talk to the beer can zombie. I honestly, I'm sorry, I don't remember these people's names. Talked to the grip. I got an interview with him, and I brought that up. I said, dude, you're pretty hardcore. He said, yeah, I'm pretty much, I'm a grip. I could do anything. You need this, you need that. I take care of it. I said, even holding up tree branches? He said, yeah. So that was pretty hard, dude. Standing up there all that time in the heat with work boots on, on top of a metal truck with no shade. Um... I think the best part about it was they finished the scene, and then I made sure I stood where I could see the two of them, trying to watch them, because then the realization dawns on their face. They're like, we have to figure out how to get down. Now. Yeah, they jumped right up. Yeah, they had to get down. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> but they did get down. Absolutely. They're not stuck up there. It's okay. Um, so I wish that, you know, um... On Saturday when we were there, there was food. They brought crock pots. They made gumbo, and they had good. some pasta salad and quinoa salad. It was you know excellent little spread that the ladies put together. Um, today, they had uh, fried chicken and, and pizza. pizza. Uh, you know, food craft service was there, which was awesome. They had water and beer, a lot of PBR, a lot of uh, Miller High Life, no. the champagne, the champagne of beers. Champagne. Champagne. Diapoharegna. So, and I even had a PBR with the uh, decapitated you beer can zombies. You found the can Shh. and took the we, picture. We don't talk about that. You, you, I said I drank it. Shh, it's okay. It counts. It does not. Um, I fell out of the chair. You did. Madison was sitting in an old school folding chair, the one with the lattice work on it, the straps. And next thing, she's sitting there. It kind of had a broken arm. And, you know, it's apparently the chairs and stuff that they move from set to set, they just kind of keep them in the garage and move it to wherever they are so people have places to sit. Well, Maddie's sitting there, next thing you know, you hear, ah, and Maddie was sitting on the ground looking up. I think everybody in the world has been in some kind of chair that is broken, and you end up looking up at the ceiling, you know, looking um, up at the sky. So. Yeah, and then, you know, Dad and uh, 
Is JR Mooney? Yes. Dad and JR's first uh, reaction is quick, put a beer in her hand and take a picture. And there are pictures of <laughs> No, actually, JR said I'd put a beer can in her hand, but, you know, she's 14. I said, Dad, hold that. She's my kid. I'll do it. <laughs> so. Is the story of why that picture exists. Yeah, so there's a picture of Maddie with a PBR, I think, can in her no, hand. No, wasn't it Yingling? I don't know what it was. I don't know, I have no idea. But I'm laying on the ground with the beer can. Yep. That was that was really funny. I hit my head though. And that that wasn't nice. So it was actually kind of cool when uh when it was lunchtime. Everybody would stop obviously and go eat. And everybody was together, so it was neat seeing the groups kind of splinter off and everybody was talking to each other. Oh, yeah, all the camera guys and stuff sat under the other tent, like, huddled in a circle. I'm like, well, they were with their stuff, making sure their uh, equipment was getting fixed, I know. downloading their cards and everything. But I thought it was so. funny. They were huddled in a little circle, like, her. Yep. Don't, what are you, the dad, dad, dad. So, so I had a really good time. I'm glad that we were able to do this. I'm glad that you all uh, came with me. So I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, just to give you guys a little uh, catch up, we are 32 miles out of Alexandria and 41 miles out of Washington. So we're getting there slowly but surely. And, hey, look at that, more traffic. We'll slow down again. It's Saturday at... Sunday. So, thank you. Sunday at 7.53, and you figure there wouldn't be all these stupid people here. Jesus Christ, people. The, what in the hell? Bobby? Just want to drive. I think get there, the hell there was someone named Bobby there. Was there? Yeah, because I, I remember thinking that. Cool. <laughs> so there you okay. go. So there's kind of our uh, recap of being on Reviled the last two days. Oh, so I was talking about the fact we were away from our hotel that far. And basically, Friday we got in, went to Guar Bar, went to the hotel, got up the next morning, went to the movie set, went back to the hotel, went halfway the distance to meet up for dinner, and then went back to the hotel, got up this morning and left, so. <laughs> so let's let's play a little game of uh, catch up for you. So, uh, Jim had call for us at like eight o'clock. I had call for the, um, we could show up whenever we wanted to because we were the press as soon as we got there. Sure. So I didn't say that, let, let, let me go back a little bit. Oh, uh, but that. come on. What? Come on, I was talking. Okay. Right? Nope. So call for everybody, well, call for the actors was at 8 o'clock, right? Okay. So we wanted to be there around that time so we could, like, talk, chat before everybody did anything. So we're like, all right, cool, we'll just wake up because we're thinking on the way down, thinking, oh, we're going to be, like, 10 minutes away. We can we can be there by, like, 8 o'clock, 8.30, right? No. It's 45 minutes away. So we have to wake up at, like, 6 o'clock. 6.30. 6.30. So we can get ready to go down to the the breakfast at, down the hallway. Breakfast at seven o'clock. Not right. giving up free breakfast. So we go eat that, and then we're like, oh my god, we have to drive 45 minutes now. The other way. Oh my goodness. Towards home. Towards home. Uh, but it it was an okay drive. I slept for most of them. So it was cool when we showed up yesterday. We got there about 8:30. Uh, got there at 9 o'clock today. <clears throat> Slept in, you know, a whole extra 20 minutes. Uh, got there at 8.30 yesterday, and as soon as I saw Jim, I knew who he was. And he's walking around, and he seems to go, Matt, you're here, dude. Glad you can make it. Where's your daughter? So I thought that was really cool that he knew who we were. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And he took time. I can't thank him enough for taking time to... You know chat with us and everything and i just want to say again everybody there was fantastic i especially want to thank monica the zombie prostitute uh-huh. and her husband and scott for putting up with my stupid special effects questions for hours at a time absolutely because well it was nice and, was great. and it was explained to him i told him what you wanted to do and stuff and yeah. seriously though hours at a time so, and they were awesome, and everybody took the time to talk to you and everything. As soon as they found out that you had the, uh, that you wanted to do what they did, they were all more than willing to talk to you, so. Um, the coolest thing, by far, that happened out of this, though, um, mom and dad posted pictures of me doing the, uh, makeup on Monica's leg, and my, one of my godmother's friends contacted my mom, and they want me to do a makeup for a photo shoot for them, and they're willing to pay me for it. Absolutely. And we called mom and we got back to the hotel and I'm like, so tell me about this photo shoot. She's like, well, they want to pay you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I might die on the floor right now. So, gotta get your, uh, we gotta, go to gotta the, get your makeup chops up We gotta bit, go to know. the attic. The, cool. the, the, that one. The fun people attic. Absolutely. The Scott attic. Scotty Balls wants to take, gave you some money for uh, your birthday, and he wants to take you to another place other than where we go to get your equipment so you can see something else. I don't go anywhere to get equipment. I haven't been anywhere for that. Well, boogie on you. I keep asking you to take me to places. It just doesn't work. It's not like I don't want to take you. It's just the timing doesn't work. Yeah, that's what it is. He's a liar. Uh-huh. All right, let's wrap this shit and up. And he's smelly. Let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it like a present and give it to a kid on Christmas. All right, so there you go. There's our recap of the Revival 2 set. Um, had a blast. Um, looking forward to seeing how it all comes out. And hopefully we get a call to go to the uh, premiere party. So we'll see. And the third movie. And the third movie. I think we already got the nod to uh, show up at the third party. Oh, and that was something else I wanted to say. When Jim saw us, he kind of took us around and introduced us to everybody as he was going back to the next set. He said, this is the press. They're going to, you know, take care of everything. You know, these are the guys that are taking pictures and everything. So and then he's like, they're press. They're good. And then he goes, don't tell them the truth. <laughs> whatever, they, whatever they say, it's all lies. So, so there you go. Um, Strammels, thank you very much. Can't thank you enough. And everybody who's there who's listening, thank you. You guys welcomed us with open arms and can't wait to see you guys again sometime. So thanks again. Uh, thank you. I'm going to say the same thing. Thank you so much for letting us hang with you guys for two days. I know we're terribly annoying and horrible people to talk with. Yes. Well, thank you for... Well, one of us at least. Sure. You can figure out who that is. Um, thank you for letting us hang with you guys, though. We had a lot of fun, and you guys are awesome. Can't wait to see you guys again soon. All right, there we go. See ya. Later. So, as you could tell by what we were talking about, we had a blast on the movie set. It was a good time. She got to do some special effects, got some time to talk to Jim, got everybody who was really nice to us. We got to talk to everybody, and it was really cool to be part of it, so... There's more to come, by the way. <laughs> so let me wrap up by saying there's a couple other things I want to say. How about some movies? Let's just talk about two of them real quick. How about a 2001 movie? It's called the Con- it's called Series 7, The Contenders. It's kind of like The Hunger Games. It was made in 2001. And what it is, it's a survival situation. The government comes up with random lottery numbers. And if you get picked, there's five people involved in it. And they give you a gun. And it's in a location, and basically you have to survive. The most notable, it was a really enjoyable movie. I really had a good time watching it. The uh, most two things that I thought were really interesting is if you ever watched the show Nurse Jackie, uh, the character Zoe's in it, the actress that plays that, and she's a little girl, and her parents are really hyping her up, like, go, 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 go kill him, because everybody knows who you are when you're on the show and stuff. But people don't mess with you. You go through metal detectors and stuff, and they're like, you know, I'm on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm a contender. They're like, oh, go ahead. So they can hunt each other down and kill them. And also the girl who played the um, the body in the pit in Silence of the Lambs who had to rub the lotion on its skin, she was also in it. She's a pregnant lady, and she is going through her third time on the show. So I guess she must have started at four. So she did uh, four, five. No, nope, she must have done five, six, and seven. After you win three times, then you're out of it. You don't have to do it anymore. So you have to win three times in a row obviously if not you'd be dead so but i really enjoyed it it was a neat action adventure movie and it was really cool so check it out if you want to also a new movie i got to check out i did go see straight out of compton and it was really cool because i remember all the stuff that happened when it did the infighting between ice cube and the rest of nwa and the suge knight stuff that you heard about when dre left uh the record label death row and you get to see snoop snow show up for the first time you get to see those guys like just pushing the limits and stuff. It, it's really cool. It starts with Easy E hustling way back in the day, and it ends with Easy E dying. So, you all know what happens after that. Basically, they kind of get together and they don't. And Dre goes on to make beats, and Ice Cube ends up as a big movie actor, and everybody else kind of disappears. You never hear from Yellow or Ren again. So, kind of interesting. Or the DOC for that matter. But go check it out. It was really well done. If you remember anything about the gangster rap stuff out of the West Coast at that point in time, it's really cool. You need to check it out. Uh, what else? No, a couple other things here. Uh, the beer. 
I'm drinking, like I said, it's Fathead, Headhunter. Really good stuff. Also, it's that time of the year. It's a nice warm, it's that pumpkin spice wormy time of the year. Coolest thing about this is you get to drink the Marzans, which ends up being the Oktoberfest beers. My favorite in the world is Beck's Oktoberfest. And also, don't forget about Lining Klugel's Oktoberfest. Really good ones. Um, a big fan of this time of the year. You, it's the only time you can really drink it, that fallish time of the year. So check them out. Good beers. You need to uh, always have a good beer, right? Uh, the other things I'm going to tell you is there are a couple things that are coming up. I'm going to go with Jerry, my friend Jerry and Scotty Balls, and we are going to go down to the beach area where Jerry lives, and we are going to probably hit about seven different breweries down there. All kind of breweries there, and we're going to record it and have a good drunken time. So, should be an interesting podcast out of that coming real soon. So, I want to make sure I hit you guys up with all this stuff first because the drunkenness of the next one will be just crazy. So, hope that won't bore you too much with all that. Something else, too, is after what you heard about the reviled thing, I have about three hours of raw interviews. Hopefully, the one I did with um, Jim and Renee Strammel came out well because we were sitting in a restaurant. So I got to figure out a way to get that background sound out of it. But it was a really good interview. And I got to talk to all kinds of people on a set. I probably have like 19 different sound bites and interviews with people. So I want to get that all down. So you guys get as hyped for Reviled as I do because it's really cool. It's There's teasers out right now. I'll have to link you guys to and stuff. But it, it was a blast. We had a really good time. So hopefully you enjoyed as much as I do. So I think that's about it for this one. I don't even know what number this is. It really doesn't matter anymore. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you with my boy Brian's band. They're called Prone to Violence. It's um, off the uh, Bad Taco label. And this is a song called Cheesesteak Jumpsuit Baseball Bat. I really like this song. So hope you guys too, do too. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening once again. And hopefully they'll be coming out a little bit faster than, you know, three months in, <laughs> in between them. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. And if you need to find me, look me up. I'm pretty much... I El Zamador on everything or El Zamador, one of the two. If you can't find it, hit me up on Facebook and I'll tell you where to find me and whatever you want to. Untapped is the best thing ever. So if you don't have it, you need to check it out. All right, guys. Thanks again. Talk to you. And once again, this is me, Zamador. Later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.